And I said, oh, oh, really? I'm the bad guy? I'm the bad guy? You scared the crap out of me, Riley, and I'm the bad guy? I said, you know what? You know what, Riley? Let me tell you something. Tonight, I'm going to have a bad dream, and you're going to be the bad guy. What do you think about that? You're listening to The Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered, and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. 2023. This is the first podcast that we've recorded in 2023, and I'm not going to lie, guys. It is the night before. (laughs) We, very rarely do we yeah we don't like doing this very rarely do we ever have podcasts that are recorded in real time yeah so, shocker we typically record podcasts weeks in advance mm-hmm. but life it was like come from the holidays and we just had a holidays sick yeah just didn't podcast for a it month it's not the greatest podcasting and, the night before because it's it's pressure but at the end of the day i always find like under pressure that these are the podcasts that i always enjoy the most because to, they? to be honest because the ones that i go in that i'm like because i am like not feeling great right now my stomach is stabbing me from the inside uh i just want to be lounging on the couch doing nothing so i'm like uh but i'm gonna turn it around people why is your stomach bothering you because i have a raging bitch stabbing me from the inside out Get your period. It's my moon time. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, no. Burn your shit full moon. Oh no, Brittany's just got her period. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Oh, so that's a lot of information for the beginning of a podcast. It is. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Gather around. Gather. <laughs> okay. You said you had a funny story to start with. I, <clears throat> I don't I wouldn't. I don't know if this is a funny story. Listen, it's actually not, but the way you told me. I don't know if it's a funny story. I, I maybe traumatized my daughter. It's not funny in the way that when Cooper went flying off of the thing at the creative wasn't funny, but also super funny at the same time. Yeah. Because he survived it. So did Riley. Yeah. Well, yeah. She's just a little. There's some mental trauma. And you know what? (laughs) This shouldn't be a big, a big deal. I'm just, I think it's so funny because I just picture you. Being like Peter Griffin, like me. <laughs> so here's what happened. Now picture this early, early morning. It's still black as night out. I'm in the basement and I'm, I'm working before my workout and I jump onto my computer really quickly. I'm firing off an email. Now keep in mind, this is like five thirty, six o'clock, maybe in the mm-hmm. morning. So all it is is like the light of the computer Just screen. the light of the computer. I'm in pitch black typing away, which is not good for you. But anyways, so Riley comes downstairs and she's in this like, Riley, I just woke up slash I'm kind of scared, sucky, sucky Riley thing who's like, I shouldn't be awake at this time. It's like, uh, I'm like, oh, baby, what happened? What happened? She's like, I had a bad dream. I said, oh, you had a bad dream, sweetheart. And now keep in mind, you can't see me at this situation. So I'm going to describe it as best as I can. So I grab her slightly by the waist and I pull her closer to me and I lean down and get into her, into her like realm of awareness. So I'm face to face with this little girl. And I said to her, oh, what did you have a bad dream about? (laughs) And she said, I had a bad dream. What was it? What was it? Gremlin. A gremlin. Yeah, yeah. She said, I had a bad dream about a gremlin. 
I said, you did. You had a bad dream about a gremlin. I said, what did the gremlin do? And I shit you not. <laughs> Riley went from Riley to possessed Riley. To like Linda Blair. And look, like she went and brought her hands up to her face. Like her fingers were fangs. And I kid you not, made this sound. <laughs> Well, and I'm just picturing because it's like the blue of the computer screen and she's like, she went like a centimeter away from it your was like face. Fucking seven days. But hold on. So like, it so, scared the shit out of Ryan. So, so is it- I'm not going to lie to you guys. I was scared shitless. And it happened in a moment. Instead of realizing and recognizing that it was my eight year old daughter who had just had, had a, a nightmare. nightmare and is terrified. And recognizing that this is a, an opportunity for me to hug her. Instead, I shoved her across the room. <laughs> I fucking pushed her to the other side of the room. And she landed on her ass and was like, she got, it's almost like she got electrocuted. No, but hold on. You say like, instead of realizing that it was my loving daughter, Riley's purpose was to scare the shit out of you. She succeeded. Like, yes. But all I'm saying is like, your reaction wasn't to hurt her, but you were like genuinely like, well, the fuck I'm a happening? human being at the end of the day. And she, and scared, she scared the shit out of me. Yeah, it was. And my first reaction, thank God I didn't punch her. <laughs> thank God I didn't punch her in the face. My first reaction was to get her as far away from me as right, possible. Right, right, Now, keep in mind, she's like 45 so, pounds, maybe 50 pounds. Yeah. Now, my push, at the very end of it, I must say, I held back a little. Because I realized at mid-push that she was going the wrong direction for right. me. And I realized who she was. But it wasn't like I had the chance to, like, come back. So, like, noted if she's ever possessed, like, not to send you in. You'll be like, she's I'm, gone. I'm not the she's guy. She's gone. I'm not the guy. I'm like, man, let's go. Let's fight. Uh, Anyways, she ended up on her on her ass, and then I saw her face, yeah. and her face was terrified right. of me. Of course. Of me. I'm the terrified one, yeah. right? And so she ran away from me, and mm-hmm. I obviously came, oh, Riley, I'm so sorry. I'm yeah. so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I'm so sorry. She turned that shit around, oh, and she said to me. So good. She said, you know what, Dad? I don't care. You, I don't care. I don't care. I care. Tonight, I'm going to have a nightmare, and you're going to be the bad guy. Oh, my God. Do you want me to take the knife out of your heart? Is I must it admit. still there? I oh, must admit. That was a good one. I didn't respond the way you thought I'd respond. No, you I didn't. got angry. Yeah, you did. I got angry. And I said, oh, oh, really? I'm the bad guy? I'm the bad guy? You scared the crap out of me, Riley, and I'm the bad guy? I said, you know what? You know what, Riley? Let me tell you something. Tonight, I'm going to have a bad dream, and you're going to be the bad guy. What do you think about that? How does that make you feel, like, Riley? When you told me this, all I could picture is like when someone's like, yeah, yeah, well, your mom goes to college. Like, oh. that's all I'm... <laughs> the poor thing. I felt so bad, but then here's the thing. she wrote like a full note and was like... Was that the note yeah. that I read upstairs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't get to finish wrote, reading she it. Wrote she wrote note. a note about dad being the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> and so Ryan's just been playing Billie Eilish all day. I'm the bad guy. Doony, doony. Anyways, okay. That is an unfortunate situation, but as parents, we laugh about it. She's going to be a little bit traumatized. We'll be therapy. It's fine. Let me just say this. If you are a parent and your child comes up to you and tells you that they have a bad dream, just keep some distance. Just be prepared. Just keep some distance. <laughs> if your arms if your arms can reach them, it's too close. There you go. Don't don't hug them. You just Hashtag never know. Parenting in 23. Okay. 
So hashtag life hacks. This past weekend, we took the kids to good old GWL. And for those of you who don't know in the industry, that is what we call Great Wolf Lodge. And by the industry, we mean being parents. (laughs) That's what they say in the industry. That's a new thing that I'm doing, actually. Like when things. Oh, I think it's really funny. When when things that like people know. I'm like, oh, that's that's what they call it in the Wait, industry. Are we going to do I Love You and You're Annoying? Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, maybe at the end. Okay. I just haven't really thought about it. So, hmm. you know, it's, it is what it is. Apparently you have one. I do. Okay, go ahead. I'm sure it'll trigger mine. <laughs> Brittany, we have had this conversation numerous times. Oh, okay. And I've shared with you how much it annoys me when mm. others do this. Mm. So when you do it, I'm like, oh, God, Brittany. What? I cannot stand when someone is on Instagram telling a story and eating at the same time. Oh, that was yesterday? Yeah, it was. I, have, I think you had a cracker. I know. I was eating one chip. I had literally a oh, And you know what's so funny? It was a funny? potato chip. I know exactly what it is. The jalapeno potato chips at Great Wolf Lodge. You know what's That's when you so did that. funny is when I actually did that story, I ate a chip and I was like, fuck it. And so then I, I was putting captions on and then I was like, huh. I wonder if Ryan's going to be triggered by this. I'm I so literally triggered. thought that. And then I was like, send. <laughs> like, here's my, here's my take on it. If you're going to be storying yeah. and telling people what's going on in your life. Right. Just hold off on eating until you're done. Listen, I agree. And I rarely ever do that. Like rarely ever eat. You know me. Like I do. I was shocked. I re- And it was one chip. So like take a knee. It doesn't matter if it's a chip or if it's a carrot. No, I'm just saying, like, I don't do it that can a lot. wait until if, the 30 second story is over. If it was something that I did all the time, I'd be like, yeah, I really need to work on that. But See, I never do it. So there, calm down. There are people in this world that are into, what is that thing called? ASMR. AS, what does ASMR stand for? Um, I don't know, but it does stand for something. I forget. Okay. Well, there are people who are into ASMR. Mm-hmm. I I'm not one of them. Right. In fact, people eating mm-hmm. and chewing is like, mm, you might as well put me in a room full of cats. Oh, I have one. My, I have one. Oh, God. Sorry. Welcome to the party. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell the world why I'm annoying this week. No, it's not. It's just something that I've noticed. So oh. Oh. when we uh, when we go somewhere and we have to stay in a hotel or like wherever, just not our space, I find that it's like your past to be like, messy as fuck like our hotel room is always a disaster and i do my best to like tidy stuff up but you are literally like this isn't our house i don't give a shit there are clothes everywhere there is just like garbage everywhere and if i don't clean it up it just stays out and i find that that happens a lot like think about the cruise your shit was everywhere in the cruise like all over the place you didn't really like organize it. I was like, "Are you put your stuff away?" And you're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then like, a I week, did a live week, out of my bag. When you, you guys literally, you came in, you you organized all your clothes, you and put them all away. of the children's clothes. I thought we're only going to be here for a week. Why would I need to put my? Why would I need to hang my shirt up? Because they were wrinkly as fuck. That's why they have an iron, <laughs> which you didn't use. I know. Anyways, I find that you do that. And it's like, Mm. it's annoying for me because you know that I don't love like living in a chaotic space and the kids were just like bananas. And I'm like, hmm, this is actually kind of triggering for me. I'm going to make a mental note to tell Ryan about that because. But you didn't. I am right now. I transferred it to the next trip. No, no, it's what I'm saying. Like I'm making a mental note because I'm like, why do I find myself (laughs) frustrated when I'm like 
like putzing around the hotel. I'm like, because I'm just like cleaning extra. I don't want to be cleaning extra. And Great Wolf Lodge doesn't have like a, um, a service like that they come in. Yeah, it is a little, but at the same time, like, I think it's more, it's actually not because I, I can't imagine coming in to clean those rooms, like knowing like all of the families, like if it's a hotel, it's yeah, maybe a, hotel, a different story. It is a hotel. It is, but it's not like a traditional hotel. So, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. It's, it actually does. <laughs> okay. So a hotel, a hotel <laughs> yeah. service does that every day. Yes. Right. You come in, you get a hotel it, included in your price is service. Yeah. So they clean your room, they make your bed, all of that, all of that jazz, yeah. all that jazz. If you say, okay, it's not, it's like a theme thing, like mm-hmm. a theme park. Okay, no problem. The cruise does the same thing. Yeah. Every day, come in, clean your room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and true. if Great Wolf Lodge were to have cleaned our room and, yeah. and made our bed, you probably wouldn't be upset at me. No, I would because oh, okay. they don't okay. clean up right. your socks, your yeah. underwear, all the other shit that's everywhere. Now, they just make the bed. We're talking first world problems here. Do I really care no. that the room wasn't made? No, I don't. I found it interesting that mm. the room wasn't clean considering the price you pay to go to Great Wolf Lodge. Oh my you God. You would think that that level of service would be provided oh, to it's you. It's so expensive. It's ridiculously it's expensive. We, we were talking about this, how we were like, okay, so you're either going to pay a, a significant, like you would think, okay, an establishment like Great Wolf Lodge, maybe you're making. Put like, your, let's put our business caps on yeah, for a second, right. shall we? Okay, Boop. so a place like Great Wolf Lodge, you want your customer to pay like a decent amount because it's, it's the experience. So you're going to make it, pretty hefty, right? Because it's like, you get this water park, you get this like amazing, um, like entertainment hotel, blah, blah, blah. So if you're saying, Hey, you know what? We know we're charging you a shit ton of money to be here up the anus. Yeah. We'll make sure that, you know, everything, not everything, but most things inside our establishment is either like not included, but reasonable. Cost-effective, yeah. shall we? Somebody came in and took a literal shit, took a deuce on those plans and on said, those set plans. that shit on fire because that's not what we're doing Get either. Get rid of them. <laughs> they, char- they charge you your fucking kidney when you are there for everything. And also, we're never going to be able to work with them because we are just like shoving them under the bus. At this point, I don't care because as a parent, I just think it is like, it's just ludicrous to... To expect a family to pay what they are expecting. Like, it's it's unreal. Have you ever had an embarrassing BO moment? I sure have. Like the time I thought the teenage boy beside me at the grocery store stunk only to get in my car and realize it was me. <laughs> embarrassing. But we've got the solution. Lumi whole body deodorant. Say goodbye to BO worries forever. Unlike some other deodorants, Lumi is powered by mandelic acid, a game changer for 72 hour odor control everywhere. It was inspired by patients' concerns about private part odor. Six years on and with over 300,000 five-star reviews, Lumi keeps us confident from head to toe. Plus, it's seriously safe anywhere on your body. Pits, thigh folds, belly buttons. Don't forget under boobs and vulvas. Yes, this is true. Plus butt cracks and feet. Created by an OBGYN, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor for up to 72 hours. Baking soda free, paraben free, and with fresh scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, and toasted coconut. And for new customers, the Lumi Starter Pack has you covered with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. Don't miss out. As our special offer, you get $5 off Lumi Starter Packs with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. 
That's right, over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Control your body odor anywhere with Lumi. I love starting my day off with a breakfast that makes me feel good. This also involves waking up before my kids to have those quiet moments of peace before the chaos. Absolutely. And Magic Spoon is perfect for that. No artificial ingredients, natural flavors, and zero artificial coloring. Plus, it's great for various lifestyles, whether you're gluten-free, soy-free, or just want to add some more protein. And the variety pack is amazing with flavors like cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. So nostalgic. My favorite has to be frosted. It's like a guilt-free treat with zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four to five grams of net carbs per serving. Wholesome ingredients, no artificial flavors or dyes. It's a game changer. So if you're looking for a tasty breakfast, quick snack, or an easy meal, Magic Spoon's got you covered. Head to magicspoon.com slash TLC and don't forget to use the code TLC at checkout to save $5 off your order. And here's the best part. If you don't love it, Magic Spoon has a 100% happiness guarantee. They'll refund you your money, no questions asked. Try a delicious bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com slash TLC. Use code TLC to save $5. A big thanks to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. Here's my thoughts. Okay. And they're very similar to yours. Sure. If you're gonna, if you're gonna have, if you're gonna have, if you're gonna, I have nothing to say about this. If you are going to bring people in house and you're gonna have all of the things that they need to stay in the building, mm-hmm. you need to make the things in the building cost effective. Yeah. For us, true, true story. We left the facility to went, and went out for dinner, and thank goodness we did because we had a huge meal yeah. for a fraction of the cost. And I'll go back to the breakfast that we had the next morning. Now, this is where I think it gets really out of hand. Yeah, it just—it's insane. We have two children; those children are under the age of ten. Yeah, children under the age of ten are likely not going to eat a lot, and you aren't going to eat a lot. Mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter how much you eat and it doesn't matter how much they eat and it doesn't matter how much I eat. Our bill for breakfast was $71. Keep in mind it's buffet. So like if all you, you can eat buffet with kids who don't eat and a it, wife who doesn't eat. I, that's not true. Okay. I, I'm not a big breakfast person, but like you can't go there. Like say you have four people like this happened last year because when I got COVID, we went, I didn't eat a single thing and they still charged me because they were like, well, you were sitting there and like Paid you could have it. eaten. It was ridiculous. This is my thing. I, I just simply look at it like this. For for a lot of families, Great Wolf Lodge is the vacation that they're going to take all yes. year. It's the vacation they're going to take. I, I look at this very similar to Disney. Mm-hmm. Was Disney magical? Yes. Was Great Wolf Lodge magical? Yes. Did we get from that experience what we were looking for with our kids? Yeah. Oh my God, yes. And we'll look back at the photos and we'll look at them for years and years and years and be like, oh my God, that was such a great time. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Great Wolf Lodge, for providing me and my family that experience. Truly appreciate it. But for a lot of families, and including us, yeah, it's a very cost effective, it's not a very cost effective location and we haven't even looked at our bills yet you have to budget to to go to this thing yeah but when you get there it's like literally you're everywhere your kids look is Mm -hmm. something they want to do and it's not free yeah it costs okay but like let's briefly go so everyone talks about and i don't want to spend this whole time because i i did a lot of stories great wolf lodge was great by the way it was it was a lot of fun um 
but they have something something called the paw pass. Don't even what happened they have there. Something, There's they something, have something, something something. They have something called the paw pass. There's three different ones. There's a pup pass, a paw pass, and like a wolf pass. So the the paw pass is your is your best bang for your buck because you get like arcade tokens, you get bowling, you get like fudge, um, you get like that freaking quest game, the wizard game, whatever. And so we're looking at and we're comparing all of them. And I'm like, so the other two, you don't get like the last one that was $179. You don't get the quest game. You don't get the, um, no, but it's a family package. So it gives you all the things that it gives you. It gives you four of them. Yes. So it doesn't give you all of the things, but what it does give you, it it gives you four. But the worst part is, is they don't like half of those things that you'd want as a family aren't included because they they want you to buy multiple passes. And we're just like, this is robbery. Like honestly robbery. Okay. Let's please move into the weirdest thing we witnessed when we were there. Is is it weird? I'm sorry. I don't, I, if we get shit for this, I honestly don't care because as a parent, I think it's really fucking weird because I'm just like, go, I do. I listens to wait. I listens. I listens. I listens to way too much true crime. Not to be like, who, like, who are these people? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I can't, I hope that they're just water park loving adults, but I, I just think it's a bit odd. Here's the question. Great Wolf Lodge. Is it acceptable for adults to go to Great Wolf Lodge without kids? Okay. And also, let's be very clear. There are a few people in our life that we were like, well, if they went, like, we'd be like, yeah, that makes sense for them because they're like, they are who they are. This couple that we saw. I watched them. (laughs) I watched them on a three-day period of time combined yes i watched him for about two hours because maybe more. when ryan initially told me he's like there are there's a couple here the the woman is around 50 she's older older than well she's not old yes she's she's, she's older. older she was around 50 than him and her partner her spouse was probably late 20s definitely not 30 like he was under 30 i would have said 33 no i hmm. said to you in the hot tub i'm like he's at least 28 and you said he is 100 percent under than 30 hmm. that's what you said i changed my mind so anyway age difference fine and i hadn't seen them yet and you said there's a couple here that don't have children i said there's no fucking way and you said i swear to god i'm it's like so no. loud i'm like I'm like, no way. I'm like, their their kids are probably somewhere. Like they're probably in the water park or like you just haven't seen them. There's no way they don't have any kids. And I didn't believe Ryan. So I followed them. Yeah. So, so we didn't see Ryan for the rest of the time. No. And then he had pointed them out and like, they are truly there. They're, they weren't there with anybody. And they were, I mean, without trying to be like judgy. Don't be. I'm not going to be judgy, okay. but I was like, okay, let's say that they're not here with anybody. Okay. For me, as a parent, Mm -hmm. I don't love that there are two other adults there that are at a family water park without their own kids because my brain goes in like really dark places, which I I honestly feel like most parents will agree with this. If you like water slides and water parks and stuff, like there's multiple other places you can go that aren't family oriented. Like, I just think it's so strange. You know what it is for me? And, and this is going to sound weird. Maybe people disagree with this. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe people are like, what's wrong with you two uptight pieces of I garbage? I don't know. I just think it's weird. 
If if I went to an outdoor water park, different. I wouldn't even have a problem with I it. I know. I, it, there's I don't something know about what the indoor. It is. It's the indoor hotel. Mm, you're right. That is what it is. Because we did say, like at at Sports World or at Wonderland, like all day, baby. all day, slide like, away all day. It is the hotel part. It's the hotel because like there's just so many kid oriented activities that it's like very strange and for me my head goes because this is in niagara falls keep in mind niagara falls is very close to the u.s border yeah so in my head i'm thinking as a parent yeah and it even says everywhere it says if your child's under the age of 11 you need to you need to be watching them essentially 24 7 and i agree with that we let riley and cooper go to a slide and about five minutes later, if I was even. having heart palpitations because I was thinking about this couple yeah. seeing our kids without us. Yeah. And if I was scoping them for two hours, they might be scoping yeah. me for two hours. And I'm looking at all the ways that they could get out of this place. I know. And here, well, it, I was just going to say uh, the worst, the worst part of Great Wolf Lodge, which I think is a huge oversight on whoever decided, hey, let's build this, is their lack of security in the entrance and exit of the water park. For children. There are there isn't any. Like it should be everyone has a wristband. You scan your wristband, your face shows up, here are your parents. You don't leave the water park like without your parents. Ship. It doesn't. You can you can enter the water park. You can leave the water park alone as a sink like as a four-year-old. Like I saw kids coming in and out. You they can have do whatever one they have you one want. security guard there who doesn't care. Doesn't give a shit. Doesn't she care. was like she she just kind of stared. Care. She just didn't do anything. She didn't even check our wristbands. They the have the day. technology embedded in the wristbands to scan them and you know your name. They, if my name doesn't I match can't. the child's name, I shouldn't be allowed to take them out of the park. I and a child shouldn't be allowed to leave the park without a parent. That's as far as I'm Here's concerned. Here's the thing. Like even like Chuck E. Cheese has, Chuck e. The, Cheese. has that number. Like the everyone has to have the same number. Like That's brilliant. Right? Like I, I, we were like flabbergasted that there was no measure of security. So like, I truly feel like, actually, you know what? They no. asked me about my, like, how, how was your experience? I'm going to fucking write them. And I'm going to be like, loved everything, lower your costs. And also like up your security. Mm. Like, I feel like we could get a petition going to be like, Great Wolf Lodge. Don't think we need to. I feel like it's important. I will say this. If you do go to Great Wolf Lodge, and I'm sure each one of them is slightly set up differently. It's a chain. But if you do go to the one in in, um, in Niagara Falls, here's the one thing that was I thought was so wacky. Oh, my God. It wasn't wacky. It was so dangerous. I thought it was super wacky dangerous. <laughs> okay. So where the kids, the toddler area is, there are four slides. There are two slides to the right, two slides to the left. The slides to the right are for not toddlers, Kids who were like probably four, mm-hmm. and the ones to the left are for toddlers. What I'm Last sorry, what who are they for? Kids who are four. What are they called? Toddlers. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Am I saying that word wrong? <laughs> toddlers. 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 You're like toddlers. <laughs> well, I think if you break the word down, it is a toddler. No, it's. Is it not a toddler? No, it's not. Is Think it about tod- syllables. It's not a toddler. Ta- it's toddler. 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 Yeah, it's not like, toddler. hey, do you have kids? Yes, I have a toddler. <laughs> I think you might be wrong. I promise you it's not toddler. Toddler. No. <laughs> it's a three clapper. It's not. I have a toddler. 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 No, See, toddler. You, you break it down. I'm literally saying it to make fun of you. It's not toddler. It's just toddler. Okay, anyways. Toddler? So these slides. It's a toddler? Toddler. Oh, with a D. Yeah, yes. it's full of a D. What are you talking about, Brittany? Toddler. What? 
It still doesn't matter if it's a toddler. T or a D. It's toddler. 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 Anyways. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, okay. So, oh. toddlers to the left and kids who are not toddlers to the right. There you go. The last time we were there, the slide setup was everyone lines up on the left. Now, there are like steps to go up to the toddler one. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, there are steps to go up to the bigger slides. Yeah. Right? So, everything was geared to the left. All the kids enter. The little kids go to the little slides and the big kids go up the stairs to the bigger slides. The biggest point you're trying to make is that all of the parents are waiting in the pool. Because all the you parents want, are waiting for the slides. And you can see everybody. Everything. You can, you can see your left kids. Right, visible. Go up to the stairs while you're in the pool. Visible. However, for this some year, reason, for some reason, for some reason, they decided that the exit on the right side is where the kids need to go up as opposed to the left. Now you think, why is that a big deal? I'll tell you why it's a big deal. Two reasons. Number one, if you're a parent and you're sitting at the bottom of the slide waiting to accept your child sliding down, which is what all parents do, you cannot see your child walk around the slides and up the stairs. You cannot see them. And they wait there for it's, like a couple minutes before they're let a, in. It's a pure blind spot. Yes. And what's beside that stairs, you ask? The bathroom. The bathroom. Going back to the couple that we talked about. Yes. Where were the couples when my kid was walking to the side? I don't know. That scared me, which forced me to walk all the way to the right side, watch him go up. And then yeah. by the time he came down the slide, I wasn't in the water for him. I know. It I couldn't be in two places at one time. a shitty setup. The only way that that works from a visibility standpoint is the parents are separated. One's on the stairs, one's at the water, and that's how it works. Yeah. You got two kids, good luck to you, child. So what I'm saying is, great wolf. Lodge, please do yourself a favor. Let the parents see where the kids are walking up and coming down the slide. If you eliminate that from a blind spot, it's very nerve wracking. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of security shit. That very I think nerve wracking. That they can do well on. Okay, let's do. By the way, great, great, great time at Great Wolf Lodge. <laughs> we had great memories. Unbelievable we memories. We don't need to talk about the great times. Unbelievable time at shit. Great Wolf Lodge. <laughs> okay, Highly so recommend. We are going to do a little breakdown of our. Um, we I've talked about this on the gram, and there was a lot of interest in this. Um, the quarterly check in. So we actually encompass this into like the the year check-in because it was new year's and we said, let's, let's do like something a little bit different. So we always recommend doing your quarterly check-ins quarterly because there's a lot that can happen in three months. So you want to really reflect on what you did, um, you know, project what you want to do in the future and blah, blah, blah. It's also easier to plan three months ahead as opposed to 12 months ahead. And it's easier to look back on three months than it is to look on 12 months. But at the end of the year, it's a good time yeah, to do both. Yeah, it is. And like what we found was really, really helpful because this is the first time we've done like a full year one. We decided to do a, um, first you have to set your intention, right? Well, hold on a second. Here's why we're having this conversation because we had a podcast that was called Check Yourself Before You Wreck Yourself or something along those lines at the beginning of December. Right. And we got a bunch of feedback from you guys that was not good. Some feedback was great, but a lot of feedback and one in particular made me really sad. Oh, you mean like they tried it, but it wasn't good. Tried, the results weren't good. Yeah, they got tried it. this process and the results were not good. In fact, the way that it was described to us was that there was a massive argument. So mm-hmm. first of all, we are going to own that and apologize, take responsibility that we just didn't set you up powerfully. Mm-hmm. But it's important that you follow the rules. And may we suggest, this takes time. It's not easy. It takes time. Yes. So set the amount of time available 
to have an authentic oh. conversation. Not only does does like Ryan's talking about like like literally our conversation was like two and a half hours. Yeah, and I was also saying like we didn't say hey we're gonna do this one day and it's gonna be great. This has taken years, like a decade for us to like hammer it out know that we're coming into the situation not to get into an argument because when we first started these conversations and when we have these these like consistent talks we like we still get into arguments and it's uh, we've done them enough now to know that that's like we're not coming in to argue but like ryan said it takes time not only in doing it but like in mastering the conversations so before you even start the conversation, you need to say to your partner, because the one girl was like, I just don't think my, is there any other way I can do this? And it was almost like she was asking how to like trick her partner into having this conversation without feeling like he's Separate being Separate conversation, baited. but yes. And I was like, I was like, I mean, you, you can start slow, but you need to make sure that your intention is very clear. So before you have your conversation about all of the things, you just need to say to your partner, like, I want to have a conversation with you. And the intent is X, Y, and Z, right? Like you need to lay that out on the table. Well, I would certainly suggest listening to that particular podcast, which again was called check yourself before you wreck yourself or check it before you wreck it or Mm -hmm. whatever to understand how this kind of thing works. And I would let your partner listen to it because it's important that they want to do this. Yeah. Because if you don't, if they don't want to do this and you're doing this, it's very, very difficult to have a conversation that doesn't feel like blame or Mm -hmm. some sort of morality. And to be very clear, this is never about blaming or morality. This is simply a matter of effective and ineffective behavior that is leading to outcomes that you're looking for. Yeah. That's all it is. We're just like, it's almost like you're just dealing in facts, like remove the emotion. It's really hard to do, but the more you do it, the the easier it's going to be. So long story long. Let's re let's, let's show them the structure. Yes. Let's go through the structure. Shall we? Shall we go ahead? No, I don't want to mansplain this. (laughs) I don't know. Well, I was talking and you were like, well, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so for us, the structure, you're talking about like what we do first or you still want to go on the intentions? Big, the, the big part about this is the, is the, pre, the pre-conversation. the pre Yeah, that's what I just right? said. Which is the intention of the, of the meeting itself. The intention of the meeting for us is we collectively are looking, why are you looking at me like that? I'm listening. I'm literally listening. I'm, I'm not, you're in your own head. We... We sit down with the intention of a, well, we'll go into that for a second, of, of bettering our relationship. Yeah. Like the goal for us is what can we do this quarter to make our relationship stronger? In multiple areas, like our relationship, our parenting, our careers, like we want to be efficient and we want to be the best versions of ourselves in all of those areas. Okay. So like state that to your partner. Hey, I want to go. And like, we've, we, if you see our highlight reel, like on our Instagram, it has like a little breakdown of what we do for our quarterly check and stick to that because it's very simple and it's easy to follow. So once you kind of say to your partner, like, I'm not blaming you. I really just want to make sure that we're on the same page here, here and here, blah, blah, blah. The first thing that we always do and which was really fun to do was each of you write down all of your accomplishments that you did the last quarter. Now, because we were doing this New Year's, we did the entire year. 
And we don't mean like accomplishments, like, oh, I got a raise at work. Oh, uh, like we got this done. We li- like, it can be anything. It can be things that you- You can include you, those. You, uh, no, 100%. Like, I just mean like, don't just like keep those in a box and like, don't expand on those. Like they can be like, yes, they, the project that you finished at work, it could be cleaning out the garage. Like we that put was that, on our list. that was on our list. Like we wanted to, to like really do an overhaul in our garage. We rented a fucking bin. It felt so good to purge everything. And we included all of the family trips we went on. That was a big win for us. That oh, garage was a big win for us. Such a big us. win. Any, any house renovations, even if it's small, even if you're like, Hey, I tackled the spare room closet that was literally driving me insane. All of the things that made your year, like you could put a check on them and you felt great about that. Please include them. Do you want to know why you do that? Well, hold on. I just want to say like both partners do that. Write them down separately. Include your things from your career. Include things that you did as a family or maybe just like you and your son or you and your daughter took like a trip somewhere and it meant a lot to you. Write all those down. And then once you guys have both written them down, share them with each other. Because a lot of the times, like you might have the same ones, but like there'll be new ones and you're like, yes. And it feels so awesome. It's like a, it's like an actual pat on your back. It is a pat on your back. And what happens is more often than not, you and your partner accomplish way more than you even can possibly fathom in Mm -hmm. a year or in a quarter. So many things are accomplished between the two of you that you never give yourself credit for because it just seems like another day and another task. Yeah. But when you ground yourself in recognizing what it is that you did accomplish, now all of a sudden you've created this space and you laugh and you joke, oh, you remember when we did this? Yeah, and that's why you need the time. It it sets the groundwork for so many things. If you listen to the last podcast that we did, we went through it a little bit and Brittany talked about things that were ineffective. And when she said ineffective, she said it took us forever to do the garage. Well, that immediately triggered me because I was pissed off because because the garage was something that I was, I thought was an accomplishment. But because we didn't do the accomplishments first and I didn't get recognized for that and she didn't get recognized for that and we didn't celebrate that when the negative came, because yeah, instead of the garage being done in a weekend, it took us up two months Mm -hmm. and that pissed you off and that was ineffective for us, but the garage got done. And so we got to celebrate the garage getting done. But these little things, it just, it really... It solidifies, hey, listen, our intention is this. We're going to be a better relationship. But it's like we actually have a really good relationship. Mm-hmm. We've we, accomplished a lot of shit this we year. We did some really cool things. And then, then here's, what, here's my favorite part about what we do. We move from cool little outcomes and like major wins, minor wins, and patting ourselves on the back. And then we do what's called the acknowledgement. And the acknowledgement is you sit in front of your partner, your partner sits in front of you, and you tell them what you are proud of them for. Mm -hmm. Like, I acknowledge you for X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And that partner just needs to sit there and listen to it and get the acknowledgement. Feel that that person saw them, Mm -hmm. felt them, really felt felt seen. And like really, and you sit there and you get to experience someone sharing the beauty of what you did Mm -hmm. or who you are for your family. And it's like, yeah, you know what? Wow. This person really sees me Mm -hmm. because I'll tell you right Mm -hmm. now, most of you do things that you feel are not seen. And sometimes maybe you do a lot of things that aren't seen. 
it feels so nice to be acknowledged. Mm-hmm. It's actually very uncomfortable. It is. It's actually super very, yeah. it's a super uncomfortable because you're not used to it. It's like you're a toddler. But the second you do that, so you, <laughs> I'm a toddler. <laughs> so, the, but here's the, the cool thing about this. So you, you set the intentions, firm intentions. And by the way, if this thing ever goes sideways on you and you start yelling at each other, go back to the intentions, write them down. And Someone say, Guys, needs to just be like, hey. Hey, this is not our intention. This does not serve our intention. So set the intentions, make them solid. This is the foundation from everything. Share all the beauty of what you guys created, the fun things and all the things that are major wins. Have this acknowledgement. If you do those three things in that in order, in that order you will be in such a good place mm-hmm. that when you start sharing ineffectiveness, some of the ineffectiveness overlaps on the accomplishments like yeah. the the example of the garage. Right. The garage got completed. Yes, major win. And it took three months. Right. And like, I don't, because we did go over this, so we don't want to like keep talking about the same thing. But when you do do the things that were ineffective, again, each of you write them down and you can even subcategorize them, which I think we did a little bit, like something that was ineffective in our family space, something that was ineffective in our career or our work, friendships, health, whatever. Write those down, share them. But when you share them, please do not be like, you didn't X, Y, and Z say, say you were frustrated with like, say your house, I don't know, got like really messy because you guys were both really busy with work. Okay. So if that's the case and you were ineffective at managing your home, please say it like housework was like, wasn't managed. Like it was ineffective. Do not say you didn't help me with this. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot throw the blame over there. Just say, just state it as a fact. Housework took a back seat. Our house was messy. Like keep yeah. it very simple and do not be accusatory in that because that is where you're going to get your partner being like, the fuck did you just say? Well, you didn't do like, you don't want that. Right. Perfect example. Real life example. A couple quarters ago, Brittany had shared with me one of the things that she felt was ineffective and it was creating stress for her was the morning routine with the kids. And in the discovery of that, I we recognized that I wasn't contributing with lunches or breakfasts. Breakfasts? 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 Toddlers. Toddlers. Breakfasts? Words are hard. Everyone knows that. Anyways, in that conversation, it wasn't nice for me to hear that, but it was real. And then we had a choice coming into the next quarter what it is it that we wanted to create? Because that's the intention here. You get rid of all the stuff from the previous quarter that didn't work, and then you create newly what you're going to do in the next mm. quarter, like with your family, with your with each other, yeah. with your careers, all that fun stuff. That's the cool part about this is when you get cleared on that. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, that quarter's yeah. over. Forget it. We're not bringing that stuff into this and into this quarter, mm-hmm. right? What we were able to do is we were able to establish. Okay, well, if that doesn't work for you. What routine could we do mm-hmm. that would help you? And what ended up happening was Mondays, you do lunches and, and, and I do breakfast. Tuesdays, I do breakfast, uh, lunches and you do breakfast and we switch. Mm-hmm. Monday to Friday, you mm-hmm. do the majority of it still. <laughs> and that's fine. And there's sometimes that you have to jump in because I'm running late or I whatever. Think the, yeah, like I think so you do. I, I, it's not even the breakfast. It's just like I need help with lunches twice a week because Ryan's mornings are really, really like there's a Hectic. lot going on. And so, but because I was working as well, I was like, mine are also, I think at the end of the day, what we're saying is after you lay out all the things that aren't working, and this is why it takes time, you need to say, okay, go through your list, share it. Both of you share your lists and then collectively 
think about how you can change those things, put in certain things that will help. Okay. Because, because the next, like your whole point and your intent is to like fix what isn't working. So, you know, have suggestions, you know what, like maybe we can try this. Improve what is ineffective, not fix what isn't working. Sorry. Correct. And so when you go into the next quarter, bring that, it's actually really smart to have a notebook specifically for your quarterly check-ins because then you can refer back because I honestly like forget half of the shit that I wrote down already. Like Mm -hmm. for us to go back and for us to go back and be like, Hey, we wrote this down. Here are our suggestions on how to adjust to make it work more efficiently. Did we like, did that work? I don't know. We'll see. And guess what? At the end of the next quarter, you get to review what you did. Right. What you said you were going to do and what you actually did. So it's super, super helpful, but make sure you don't move on from that second part until you've cleaned it up and you you have a plan. Okay. And it doesn't have to be like perfect. You just have, you have to have some commonality and some ground where you're both like, yep, you know what? Let's, let's see if that'll work. The last one. You, and it's like a sandwich. You start with something like, what is that? Um, when you give someone a compliment, constructive criticism, you start with something good, give them like a suggestion and then you end with something good. That's like this. Yeah. So Two we're starting with one negative, right? So you're going to end the quarterly check-in with your goals. Bookend. Bookend. You're going to bookend it with the goals and the things that you want to accomplish for the next quarter, which is the most fun so because fun. you're like literally manifesting. And that just happened for Manifestation. us. Manifestation. That was so cool. So, so we cool. like, what we, we both wrote down all of the things that we want to accomplish in the next quarter independently together as a couple, as a family, if it relationships, friendships, health wise, then you share them and that's it. Like you literally just put them out in the universe and you get excited and you're like hyping each other up and you're like, you know, doing like a chest pump and shit. And then we didn't do any of that. Not, not any of it. I was excited. But you could, you could, if you're into that. Anyways, it's such a fun exercise. We're about to end this podcast because we're running out of time. But oh, can I can I just share really quickly? I wanted to one read. of the things that we discovered in our quarterly. Yes. Can we do the the DFG? Oh yes, yes. We'll leave you with this nugget because it's so cool. You do you can say it. Well, we discovered this year is very Christmas is stressful financially. Christmas is stressful for a lot of people, and for me with the kids and with all the stuff that we were doing, one of the things that I kind of we we decided not to do this year was we decided not to get gifts for each other. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a big gift giver. And if you guys have heard our podcast, you know that my love language and my ability to give is how I show so, my love. Right. So I was left really feeling incomplete about Christmas because I didn't get anything for Brittany for Christmas. So we came up with a plan that we called the DFG. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of you will like this. It's called the debt free gift. Mm -hmm. And what we're going to do as a couple is either on January 24th or January 25th, like a a month after Christmas, Mm -hmm. when the bills have been collected and paid, we are going to get ourselves a gift. It Mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter. There's a budget to it, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what that budget is. We're going to get each other a gift Mm -hmm. and we're going to go out on a date night to celebrate that we completed what we needed to complete for that holiday. Right. And I think it's important that if you want to adopt this as well, pick a date that you feel comfortable because the whole point is it's, it's a debt free gift. Okay. We don't mean like you have to be completely debt free to do this, but like you survived the Christmas, if you're coming out of Christmas and you're like still sweating and you're like, Oh my God, the thought of getting you a present is like, it's not the time. Do it end of February, do it end of March, like put it in your calendar and say, Hey, 
you know, this is our budget. I knew that you wanted this or whatever it is and exchange gifts, set a budget though. That's very important. Go out on a date set a budget and exchange those gifts because it is super nice to have, like Ryan said, like to exchange something without the chaos of family and Christmas, which is awesome. But like, it's a very intimate thing. I'm like, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it because like, it's, it's given us the time to kind of like think about, you know, like what I think you would like. And then for me to be able to give that to you, like not while the kids are opening shit and like, you can really like sit in the gift I think that's going to be and hashtag life hack after, after Christmas, things are cheaper. Yeah. It's so true. So, um, I, I think that's such a good little thing. We're going to do it. We're yeah. going to see how it works. January 24th. We're going on a date night, which is, which is the win, by mm-hmm. the way, the date yeah. night is the win. Right. That could even be your thing. Like your debt free gift could be, you let's plan, take each other out. You plan your, your night. And it's also a really good thing to do after the chaos of the holidays. Celebrate that you survived it. Yeah. Connect, reconnect. Re- re- reconnect. Toddler. Toddler. Peace out. A town. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Bye. I, 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 I,